Hey, before we begin, I want to talk about Racetech Pulp 21 to save. So if you've been needing some motor work, need some suspension work, need the suspension dialed in for you, or need the motor modified, the guys at Racetech can uh, make sure that uh, the work is done right. And Alex Ray and those guys on that team, SGB Maxis Kawasaki, they use Racetech. Mookie won a Supercross using Racetech suspension up in Montreal at one point. They've been around forever. You know the name. You know the the game that those guys do. They do great work. And if you're on the fence for getting that suspension oil changed, I mean, look, just get it changed. Show your bike some love. The guys at Racetech can dial you in. Pulp 21 is a code to save. So if you call down there and you go on their website, which is super informative, tells you the spring rates that you need and everything, mention Pulp MX and get the discount from the folks at Racetech. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, and race reviews, introspection, opinion, Facts and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. This is the Daytona Supercross review with Weege and myself, Steve Mathis, and of course, Jason Thomas. FlyRacing.com, please check them out at your local dealer. Go to your favorite e-tailer. See what the folks at Fly Racing have got going on. The Zone Pro goggle is a big deal for these guys in 2021. The Formula Helmet featuring Rion technology. They have all new light pant as well. And uh, I think there's four lines now uh, at all sorts of different price points. So the folks at Fly Racing will have you covered head to toe. Whatever you need, they got you They got you going on. And, of course, uh, Savachi and Bogle and Osborne and Brayton all wearing Fly Racing out there and uh, doing a good job of that. So please check that out, flyracing.com, for more information. This podcast also presented by the folks at Cobalinks, Motorsport.com, Maxis, and, of course, Renthal. Renthal.com for more information on those guys when it comes to Renthal handlebars, when it comes to Renthal chains, Renthal grips. Uh, you know the name, Renthal sprockets. Uh, you know the name, you know the game, you know how good they've been doing it for, for a long time. Since 1969, they've been in business doing that. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. They will have a handlebar bend and size that fits your motorcycle these guys have been doing it great for a long long time thanks to those guys uh maxis tires as well mxsts used by a ray rod bell jeremy smith out there and the sgb maxis team uh, light truck tires mountain bike tires trailer tires uh, maxis.com for more information on that also jeremy mcgrath uses maxis and that's really all you need to know is the king uses maxis so thank you to those guys Cobalinks.com, 15% off any link and free U.S. shipping by using the code PULPAMX, Cobalinks.com, built in Boise, ridden and raced everywhere. These guys have been in business for over 25 years, and uh, they've got lowering suspension links for everything from Aprilia to Yamaha, used by trail riders, MX racers, and Adventure Tour dudes. If you're shorter stature, 
and you want to have a better handling bike, if you want to increase your plushness, if you want to improve the cornering, get a lower link from the folks at Cobolinks.com uh, and uh, please check those guys out. Use the code PULPAMEX to save 15% off. Motorsport.com has them. Speaking of motorsport, uh, those guys are on board with us this, in this podcast as well. Great prices, OEM parts, aftermarket parts. They've got you covered. Uh, anything that you need. Great return policy. They got free shipping over anything over like seventy nine bucks. Motorsport.com, uh, Ryan Villapoto and myself, uh, filthy, filthy Phil Nicoletti for the Nationals. The motorsport guys support the sport and they do a great job with everything over there. And they've got a lot of cool contests and everything else. So please check that out. Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on Pulpamex or Pulpamexshow.com. Help us out. Why don't you? If you make a purchase that way, we get a small slice of it. Helps us keep things going, and uh, we got an affiliate program with those guys. So, motorsport.com. Uh, think about that when you need your next OEM part or aftermarket part. All right? Lots to talk about when it comes to Daytona, including Eli Tomac's win and McAdoo's win and much more. So, let's bring Weege and JT on to discuss that and more, shall we? As promised, everybody, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast uh, to talk about Daytona and more. Uh, a couple of people who were actually at the Speedway to uh, watch Eli Tomac win. Uh, first up, he is the voice of Daytona Supercross. He's the voice of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah, that's right. I was actually announcing, and I was actually at a race. Yeah, amazing. Welcome back. Big deal. Yeah, yeah welcome it back. Was, um, it was weird. It was a little different uh, than Daytona usually. You know, this is the one-year anniversary of normal racing ending. Uh-huh. Uh, some of the employees and coworkers that we had at Daytona are gone, victim of the is, economic wreckage. Is my guy there? Is my guy there? Huh? Is my guy there? I, you know, I didn't see him, Steve. Oh, I think he might be gone. He was an angel. He was a he was a press box angel. <laughs> he was. There there are many MVPs and uh, RIPs. RIPs to the MVPs. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also on the line from Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much, just, uh, man, dragging a little bit today. Early flight out, five, I think 5.46 I left at. Um, so you start working backwards from how long you have to get up and be at the airport and all that. So uh, happy to be home, but, man, that's that's a long trip back and forth. So what is the uh, what was the atmosphere like, Weege, at there, down there? Uh, obviously limited capacity, limited seating. They sold out. We saw that. Nobody on the tarmac. Uh, what was it like uh, this year? Yeah, uh, I don't know how you felt about it, JT, but I mean, they tried. They still had opening ceremonies with fireworks and videos and everything, just like we've seen at the regular Supercross races. They tried to keep it as normal as possible, but it's it's just hard to ignore. I mean, there were fans, and if you asked them to cheer, you could hear them. Um, but when you're dealing with, I don't know what the official number is, they wouldn't tell me, but I bet you it's probably a quarter or 20% of normal uh, and not having the fans right there on the car apron. Um you know, it was cool. It was fun, but it definitely was not the same. That's my opinion. JT? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a completely different Daytona than I've ever been to. Uh, remember, I've been going there, you know, most of my life. And, you know, Steve, you've been there a long time as well. And, you know, a transition from these daytime races where there's just tons and tons of people. And it was the conclusion of Bike Week, you know, Daytona Supercross and then Daytona 200. And the place was just packed. And now they've moved it to the front of bike week, which actually the turnout as far as people in Daytona was pretty good uh, this year. I think that was pent up demand and coronavirus people wanting to get out. So that was a plus, but the race itself with, you couldn't get to the pits, you know, people couldn't park on the infield, like the way they used to be able to, uh, it's just a completely different vibe. Like normally in the pits, it's really vibrant. 
Uh, there's people everywhere. Like it's, it's a little bit chaotic, but it's cool that way. Uh, and then this year it was just a complete ghost town over there. It was really cold and windy most of the day, raining off and on. Uh, I, it was just a weird, weird Daytona. The right. racing was great at night, but it yeah. was a weird day. Well, doesn't that just fit into a weird Indianapolis and a weird Houston and a weird Orlando, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Daytona is just I've never I've never been to Daytona when it was like that. Like Indy, we've we've been to so many times where they didn't have any sort of open pits because of snow and stuff. So I kind of that felt not so different. This Daytona was it, it felt really strange to me. Weege, did it feel weird because there was no Brayton? I mean, is that part of what you're getting at? You know, I would like to say that's what it was, but Brayton came up on stage. I got to interview him. I mean, I probably wouldn't even have had that chance to interview him before the mains in normal circumstances. So I almost feel like it worked out for us. And, you know, we already have Daytona. We're, we're, we're thinking Dallas, Atlanta, some of the crown jewels we haven't gotten yet. True, true. Um, yes. Good to see he was still there. Did you guys reenact the, the embrace? The embrace from uh, the awkward bro hug. Yeah, yeah. Hey, social distancing, not allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed. Uh, I will say, like okay. an angel, it was so windy as uh, JT was alluding to. So I had four water bottles holding down my papers with the lineups and results sheets and all that. Yeah. And then the water bottles just go flying. Like it was literally taking bottles of water and it's going flying. Yeah. And at one point, it was like right before the, I don't know, like 450 LCQ or something. The papers go flying, and I'm like. I'm going to get all the papers I need except the 450 LCQ that's up next. I guarantee you that's the one piece of paper. And all of a sudden, some hand just reaches up to the stage and hands it to me. And I look down, and it was Justin Brayton. Just like, yeah, just like. Just an angel. Right, just, right. You, you'll be needing this. Uh, it's just there for me, man. Um, was it Rocket Rob and Kevin Kelly? Same same trio? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, we used to have uh, Ben Sheetwood uh, uh, in the uh, intersection in the uh, – intermission and in the afternoon right. so we didn't have ben there were some budget cuts this year but yep the three of us the three amigos at nighttime uh congratulations Weege, on your weather win again um you're racking these up it's <laughs> the, this one is straight the, luck man i can't take this one it just didn't rain like it was supposed to rain it didn't my theory is always you know it can rain a lot but yeah. just not at the right time or they can cover the track dude i don't understand i i was ready to take the loss this was just pure luck i did nothing jt Hey, you you take the stand every time. It doesn't matter. Luck is a part of winning. Uh, I, I give you full credit. Right. No problem. Nothing nothing like listening to you two over text talk about the weather. Hey, hey I, I will give credit where it's due, and we just taken a stand every time. And, yeah, I mean, definitely got lucky. I thought he was for sure losing this one, but nope. Nope. Pulls it out. Yeah. Pulls it out anyway. <laughs> it was crazy, like, why – we did have a drizzle. I don't know what you were seeing at home, Steve. I mean, there was a drizzle. It rained real hard about 1045 in the morning. Uh, I talked to Randy Poulter, who worked the track. They kept, they kept the track extra dry and sealed in, et cetera, et cetera. So the rain in the morning wasn't a problem. And then it was drizzling throughout practice. And we just kept waiting. And then it just didn't happen. Like, what happened to the 100% chance? Like, what happened? Florida, man. That's what happened. I mean, it Florida. did rain. It did rain. Um, yeah. You know, it just we got we got lucky at night. The the major rain pushed a little north. Uh, my my parents live on the beach, about an hour north of Daytona, and it rained the entire night show worth of racing. Hold on, they were, no, Frank, they were home. Frank and Cindy don't live in Gainesville anymore. Well, they still had the house I oh, grew up in, oh, but okay. they live on the beach in their motorhome. Oh, and it. it rained the entire time we were racing in Daytona. So we, I mean, we just we caught right. a break. Right. Wow. 
Well, uh, well, well, I look forward to the battle resuming for Atlanta. So I would be back. Um, Atlanta and two Salt Lakes. We got five to go. Yeah, yeah, and it, mutter, no mutter, weather coming, whatever. Um, you know, uh, you talk about being weird. Dallas, we all saw in the news that Texas lifted all restrictions. So I wonder. I, I don't think it'll affect the pits and the pit party and the riders and all that. But Nothing I wonder. Is changing. No, not selling any extra no, tickets. Nothing. No, no. I asked. Uh, I talked to Dave Prater last week. Yeah. Uh, nothing is changing because the stadium still has the. De- they're able to determine their own rules, and they have decided to just carry on with what no, they're okay. doing anyway. All right. Well, yeah. I was going to say maybe we'll get a pack supercross uh, this coming weekend, but no. Nope. Uh, that's what I was hoping right. for, and obviously Feld was hoping the same, but no. Uh, Weege, will you be going to Dallas? No. Okay. All right. No. Uh, Atlanta, though, that sounds fun. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta sounds fun. Um, yeah. All right, let's get into it. So, uh, Webb trashed the track. Uh, I feel like this is the annual what happened to Daytona track conversation that we have every single year. Uh, it, again, wasn't very good. It's not, re- you know, Ricky and I, we've made up. We're fine. We were actually DMing the other day. Uh, but but it's. I, I said this when I, you know, when him and I weren't getting along. It's not really his fault. It's kind of limited, and... It's not a great race. It hasn't been for a number of years. And this track, although on paper I, I looked at it, I'm like, oh, over under bridge. Yeah, you know, opens up some stuff. JT just wasn't very good again. And Webb, Webb let people know on that on his interview. Yeah, and you you have to give Webb respect for the fact that he he does not care who he pisses off or who he offends with what he says. And I think he's pretty consistent with that. You know, he, he shared, and we'll get into that, shared how he felt about Roxon's comments. He shared what he felt about the track. Yeah. Uh, and that's really all you can ask. I think if you want to be outspoken, just be consistent, right? That And that's what he is. So, you know, whether you like him or whether you don't, that's fine. We need those personalities in racing. We need the heel. We need the villain. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I like the transparency. Even if I don't agree with him at times, that's fine. He tells it like what he thinks. And the track? Not a fan. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but just – I don't know. And I can't even really define what I didn't like. That's, I think that's, that's on me. Um, I just didn't think that there was a lot of character to it. The whoops were super easy, which I I didn't think was great for racing. You know, they weren't challenging at all. Really the only excitement we got through them was a guy like Plessinger or someone who was just head and shoulders above everyone else. Like there just really wasn't much passing there. Um, I don't know. It just didn't well, seem like it had any any signature sections other than the the chaos. Sand. It just well, I think can you get the three three three? Right. And if you can't, okay, you're going to struggle. And if you get it, you're good. You know. I mean, yeah. Kinda. I, I I don't I don't really love criticism without being able to define what was wrong and how you could have made it better. I, I think that's poor form, and and I'll own that. But I still didn't love the track. Well. But I think that's just, I mean, just from where we're at, Weege, that's that's where we're at with Daytona. They paved over some of the track from years ago. They've got restrictions on uh, things that they can do. And we are going to be stuck with a not good Daytona supercross track from now on until uh, until eternity. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you can change the layout. Right. It just has to be so narrow. Um, you you want to have 180s, but you have to have long straightaways. Um, to allow the guys, you know, there's a pass early in the main, say, when Kenny gets Marvin. It took that entire, I don't know, how long is that probably? 600 feet, that entire front straightaway, for Kenny to be able to make up the one bike length to get next to him. So you have to have long straightaways. 
follow my 180s, and that's what they do. But they can only have a couple of them right? because the thing is so narrow. So I don't know. I don't know what they could do besides – I guess you could say you could take advantage of the soil and make those whoops, as JT was mentioning, super gnarly and just make it so just nasty, I guess. And, and if you can't make a good shape for passing – but I don't even know if that's truly possible. I mean, we've seen rough motocross tracks, and that doesn't always guarantee that dudes are going to make mistakes and stuff. Yeah. So yep. I don't even know if that helps. Right. Um, well, Tomac gets a win, but I think the big news come, and we'll talk about that in a second, but I think to me on the big news here on the uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast is the move that Webb did on Kenny in the second turn. Uh, Kenny was not happy, had words with Coop after the race, like rode up to him. Uh, I heard the families got into it a little bit as well from people that were there. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a dick move by Webb, and but it was totally that is racing. That is what he wants to do. He took Kenny from a first or second to a sixth, uh, just like that. Weege, I had no problem with that. I mean, in in one way, Webb really uh, did it smartly because he didn't even cost himself really any spots. He came out of it third. And I think he was well, he would have been second at worst. So maybe he cost himself a spot by doing that. So it was a great pivot by Webb to accelerate out of that turn. And, uh, yeah, all's fair in racing, man. Yeah, I really don't have a problem with either of it. Uh, I don't have a problem with the move by Webb, and I don't have a problem with Kenny being pissed off about it. Right. This yep. is what yep. we want, right? This is sports. You kind of like it when it gets chippy. Um, no one's going over the line. Um, you know, it wasn't anything that Webb should be fined for, but – you know, you're pushing the limits. And I feel like when you're watching, you know, we all are fans of real regular stick and ball sports, whatever you want to call them, you know, and when you get to big games, you want to see the dudes giving the full bag of tricks, everything they've got, not cheating, but trying everything. And that's what Webb's doing. And it's intense. So Roxanne's got a right to be pissed. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I went down there. I was on stage, and I jumped off the stage as soon as I saw Kenny pull up. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm here for this. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I, I would have been – honestly, if Kenny was not mad about it, I think I think then I would have been mad. Like, you should be pissed. You should be. Yeah. 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 But that's racing, JT. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I would probably – putting myself into Kenny's shoes, knowing myself well enough, right, I, I would have been pissed too. But uh, I can certainly understand – cooper's side and it wasn't dirty he didn't make contact it's a little bit more racing you know he he was racing kenny specifically a little bit early in the race for my liking like i, I would rather yeah. be racing forward at that point um so i don't think you can really place blame on cooper at all yeah if that's I, I know, if that's sexton or anybody else other than yeah. kenny there's no chance he does that well, we all know that absolutely yeah. right. yes agree with that he would have dove that inside rut and been out of there right but at the same time, I know myself well enough. I would have been pissed, too. I, I just yeah. know I would have. Yeah. Oh, well. But, hey, he almost – I mean, it's a dangerous move by Webb as far as not dangerous like he can get hurt. Like he could have really took himself back to fifth or sixth, too. But yep. he and – th And that's the whole thing. Right. That's where I come in is like, let's race forward. We both nailed the start. Let's yeah. get the hell out of here. Like we can sort out who's going to win this race 10 minutes from now. But while everybody's bunched up, like we have Tomac behind us. Like let's go. Like, yeah. Let's get out of here. Right. But uh, but it worked out perfectly because, I, like I said, he would have came out second had he not done it, and then he came out third instead. So he lost the spot. Big deal. And he knocked Kenny yeah. back, you know. No, so, it was yeah. executed to perfection. Yeah. It just yeah. – I, I, I can understand the anger. Right. So, yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe JT, maybe Roxon gets, gets, gets back at him a little bit. After, at the podium, Kenny was very heated, you know, said, uh, you know, I can play those games too, that type of deal. So, yeah, maybe yep. we, maybe we get – 
I think he can. I, I don't think that's in Kenny's nature to really go that way first. He's really never been that guy. He's always prided himself on racing clean. But, you know, we've talked about it on this show and other shows. Anybody at that level or even the level that I was at way below those guys, I know how to ride dirty if I want to. I just I, – I really didn't like racing that way. So if Kenny really puts it in his mind that he wants to get revenge, he certainly can. Right. Should be good, Weege. Yeah, and, um, you know, we're seeing all the conjecture. It's like you cannot have – you know, here I am saying I like both of it. I like the move by Webb, and I like Roxanne being pissed about it, and I know that probably seems super diplomatic, but I think it's okay for both things to be right. But yeah. obviously I've seen opinions all over the map. People are adding me on Twitter saying, like, this is Kenny cracking. <laughs> this is Webb being in his head. And I'm like – so you think it would be more of a championship-like um, disposition to be pushed from first to seventh in the second turn and just be cool with it? Like he, yeah. He, th- it, this is not signs of cracking. This is signs of I'm pissed off and I want to beat this guy next week. I think that's yeah. totally fine in a championship uh, situation to uh, react the, that way. What is he supposed to do? Not care? The, the worst take, and I like Dave Osterman. He's a good dude. I've known him for a long time. Dave oh. tweeted me after the race and said, "It's dirty. The AMA needs to look at the film." Maybe yeah, stop that's, it. A, that's a bad take. That's a bad take. What the hell? Get knocked down. <laughs> There's no contact. Yeah. What, what are we gonna look at? What are we gonna do? No. Oh, Dave, oh, come on. That was a bad one. But Steve, do you agree? Like, I don't see this as Kenny cracking. No, of I course not. As, no. Kenny's what do you mean? Ken, he's, Kenny, he's just pissed. Kenny. Yeah. Kenny is a have emotion. Kenny yeah. is a multi-time national champion. He's a world champion. He's like these guys in the get in their head thing. I just I, I I'll oh, never love it. You know, you, these guys are champions. They're winners. That's what they've all known. They're not in nobody's in these guys' heads. You know, well, uh, and I don't, you know, I don't I don't think that Webb could really look at it and say, oh, man, well, I got him because he 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 was a, very aware that Roxon reeled him in. I promise you that he watched Roxon catch up to him and was all over him. That that's not like no one's going to admit that. And Cooper's not going to come out and say that. But as a racer, you know you punted him. You know you just screwed him all up. You might have even gotten a glimpse of him back there at some point, and then you see him coming to catch you. That, I oh. mean, that's something. Webs. Like you're not like, oh damn, like damn it, Plessinger just passed me. Roxon's catching me. This isn't going real well. So as yeah. good as it went for Cooper, like he has to also have that in the back of his mind. Like damn it, that that ninety four is pretty damn fast still. Yeah, Webb's fastest lap of the race was over a second slower than the guys around him. Right, you know, yeah. like, so it's not like, like he has some right. huge mental edge and like, oh, look, I'm, you know, Roxon's cracking and you know, like, yeah, yeah, no, I don't it, that that whole part, all those people are so stupid to me, in my opinion. Did J Law get in Dungey's head when he was a kid? Yes, I believe he did. You know what I mean? I believe Dunge kind of cracked there, but as these guys get older and they win hundreds of races, you know, I mean, Kenny you know? watched himself reel Cooper in too. Like, if yeah. anything, if anything, Kenny would be leaving there going. Well, I'm a lot faster than this guy. Yeah. You know, whether that's true or not, I, yeah. I can't say. Well, but he could certainly steer the conversation that way if he wanted to. We, right. You can't say he cracked when you make up whatever eight seconds on the guy throughout the main event. Yeah. It's not yeah. cracking. Yeah. Like you were going faster than him. Cracking would be like after he got punted in the first turn, he then finished 12th. Yes. You're, that would be very Eli Tomac-esque of years ago, right? Uh, Where mm-hmm. he just falls apart yep. mentally. Roxon didn't do that. Roxon's no, uh, awesome. Roxon's case, the the the... the, the Screwed up that triple triple and then went for it. Went for four. I think he went for four to get out of it. It was it was pretty good, pretty gnarly. He really cost himself some time there and got Mookie got by him. But uh, uh, you know, it was a good race by Kenny for sure. But you know, it's it's going to be interesting. We'll probably all forget about it come Salt Lake City two. But uh, I wonder if those two points that uh, Webb got from AP on the last straightaway 
comes comes back to haunt either Kenny. Or, Has there you know. ever been a better last lap racer than Cooper Webb? And I know that's a rhetorical question uh, that is unanswerable. I got yeah, it. exactly. But it's unbelievable. Like he just keeps doing it every time, you know, and going into the last lap, I don't think that there was anybody in the stadium that said, Oh yeah, he watched this. He's going to get him." Like he wasn't even close to him. And then he still finds a way to, well, to make it happen. Like this, it's, it's really unbelievable. This may shock you, but the TV coverage wasn't, wasn't ideal with that. So <laughs> yeah. um, well, he was pretty far back yeah. just, and we saw, and I saw pretty far back. He really wasn't uh, threatening Plessinger at all. And then all of a sudden, AP makes a couple of mistakes. Cooper closes in, but there's really no real angle to get him. And then, yeah, Cooper just nails the last section. AP messes up, and then all of a sudden, he's just passed him. Like, it's just like, again? Like, is this guy ever not gotten it right the last lap? So, um, Tomac wins, Weej. I've been telling you about that panic button. I told you it's too oh. early. I, I've been telling you <laughs> over and over. Uh, listen, I, I, you know, look, this is the place that he's so good at, and we all talked about J uh, on the Moto 60 show that JT was not on actually uh, how he's got to win this weekend. It's got to make it happen. Uh, if he's going to make it happen, I, I still think he's out of it to, if I'm being t- totally honest. And that heat race, I sent you guys a, 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 a gif of a panic button because I'm just like, Oh, so Mookie's just better than Eli at Daytona. Mookie's just better than Eli. Just nothing Tomac can do with Mookie uh, <laughs> in the heat race, you know, because I'm like, Oh boy. But look, man, he got it done. He rode great. Um, uh, he got wheeled it, reeled in by AP at one point, which was, again, maybe he made some mistakes. I wasn't there, so I didn't notice uh, if it was a case of AP making uh, time on him in a natural way or if Eli made a couple of mistakes. But uh, we each, full marks for Eli Tomac, man. He's back in this thing. At least, uh, you know, I mean, he's back in, you know, mentally and, and himself and the team and everybody else. Yeah, it's definitely wind in the sails. I think that's as far as you can go. Um, you know, as far as like, does this mean he's back to being the fastest guy or the favorite to win every race like he was for a long time? Uh, I don't think we can go that far yet. Um, and honestly, you know, Eli has talked a lot about, um, you know, the okay, he's never been a great starter, right? But I feel like this is probably about as bad as he has been with starts this season. Um, not good, for sure. And he's saying how important starts are. So what's interesting to me is, you know, he was so relieved to get the lead early. But if you go back and watch the start, it was going to be another bad start. It was once again going to be a bad start. He just got a little fortunate with the Kenny and and Cooper deal and just opened the door for him, right? Um, He had a bad start, and then there was an inside, and he just, you know, tucked on the inside. So I I don't feel like his starting things have been solved. And, um, you know, we know he's good at Daytona, so... I don't think it's enough to change anything. I'm sure he feels a sense of relief, but I can't immediately be like, okay, we spoke too soon. Right. 2017, 18, 19, Eli's back. Yep. JT? Yeah, I mean, it was a great race. I, I kind of think he was just managing the race with the AP thing. Um, you know, I don't think he really viewed AP as a huge threat to pass him and, and run off and win the race, right, right or wrong, right? I, I think it's just not a guy that would send – set off red alarm for him. Uh, if that was Roxon or Webb, I think you would have seen a lot more urgency in Tomac, but he played it the right way. He, he kind of managed AP's run there. And then once AP kind of ran out of proverbial gas, uh, yeah, he just kind of did what he needed to do. Was never really in danger, uh, in my opinion. And I think he's, he's won that race so many times and he's won so many races of other kinds that I think he just knows what he's doing when he gets out front. Yeah, And the, tra- the track was really tricky. Like, you could make big mistakes. You could crash in the sand. 
So I just don't think he was really pushing all that much unless he absolutely had to. And, and I think had he needed to go faster, I think he probably could have, uh, but he did plenty to win that race. Did anybody make that wide line in the sand work that wasn't five seconds a lot faster than the guy anyways? I don't understand. Say it again. Like, like Tomac can pass A-Ray by going wide in the sand because he's a lot better rider than A-Ray. Oh, yeah. Did anybody, did any two riders that were close in speed make that outside of the sand work? You need, you, it had to be the very beginning of the race because the inside line kind of needed to form, yeah. if that makes sense. Right. Uh, or, you know, like if, if somebody had to basically come to a stop following somebody on the inside, I saw right. some passes made there, but yeah, clearly the inside was better. Jer- Jerry was one. He had no front brake though, but Jerry seemed to me to had a hundred <laughs> right. feet, a hundred feet to make a decision and plowed into the guy. Um, but yeah, Kenny was going outside in that sand when he was trying to get coop and you're just like, dude, yeah, not going to work. It's not working. It's not going to work. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, Tomax, you know, yeah, makes, makes up points, loses that two though to, to Webb that he had uh, on the last corner there with that web pass on AP, but but yeah, he's in it. He's got it. This is big though. Dallas is big. You know, we got the month. We got the Saturday Tuesday thing. Uh, we're gonna have two races in four days, and and he needs to make it happen there to to keep it going. But you can't write him off, huh, Weech? Well, look, if he happens to get you know, if you want to just say yeah, these next two say in Dallas or all three, but let's just say real two, two so it's like you said in a four day span. If he has two main events where he happens to get two good starts, which is possible, yeah, I mean he could win both. It's not like he's terrible, you know. Um, and then all of a sudden you're looking at three in a row. It's certainly possible, but the math is still not good. I mean, he's still what is it, twenty four now? It's twenty four points. Yeah, twenty four. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's still a lot. It's still a lot. Oh yes, it is. Um, <sighs> so AP Blue Crew, his previous best was a fifth. And he ran second forever. He had a good heat race, too. So this was just a good all-around day for Aaron Plessinger. Uh, I, was it Daytona, JT, or was it something else? I, well, tend, I, I got, tend to lean towards Daytona. Yeah, I had some inside info that he had really had a strong two weeks leading into Daytona. He was the fastest guy um, practicing pretty much every day. And, you know, the tip was basically around weather too, right? If there's any chance of rain with the way he's been riding, like everything points to AP having a great night. So I don't know. Um, you know, the, the tracks they had been riding on where he was so fast, it wasn't just Daytona style tracks. So we'll, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. It was certainly a confidence booster, but he was really good around this time last year too. You know, remember how good he was at Atlanta. Then we rolled into Daytona. He was great again. Uh, so it, it's in that same time frame that he was great last year. Uh, so let's just see what he does. I, I have not drawn any conclusions yet because we saw these flashes from him in the exact same time frame last year. Weege, it was impressive. So I actually interviewed uh, Ferrandis on Friday. And, uh, you know, Ferrandis is actually pretty emotional and, and pretty open and honest. Yep. Fans don't really show any appreciation for that because he's French and he has an accent or whatever. But. He was so unbelievably ecstatic about what he says they found. They, they finally went to the goat farm, which Star Racing had bought, but they had not actually gotten ridden there until, I think, these last two weeks. And Ferrandis was so pumped, so pumped on the bike. Mentioned that, you know, also good for Mookie and Plessinger. I feel that Mookie was – Mookie's been solid all year, but I do feel like Mookie was maybe a little bit even better this race than any other. Mm-hmm. And Ferrandis, again, I don't – I mean – We'll get into Ferrandis later. He keeps messing up starts and early laps. But qualifying, his heat race, 
He rode awesome. So to me, when I see all three guys, to me taking steps forward in the same night, maybe that's something. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they did. If they did, you know, yeah. found something and yep. great ride though, for sure. If, I mean, Fran has made the point that, you know, the team has been, they're, they're a new 450 team and he said they've basically been throwing stuff at the bike every time they ride. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You've seen Ferrandez have good nights and terrible nights. You know, back to back, it makes no sense. And they just keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. Radical changes. So maybe well, they got some. Listen, I'm a yep. fan of that blue crew. It's a hell of a, it's a hell of a machine. I know. Uh, so Ken gets fourth. Uh, yep, as we said, he, you know, he worked his way up. He lost a spot to Mookie, had to work his way back up to Webb, lost spot to Webb. Like, it was an up-and-down race for Kenny for sure. If he gets the start, does he win? I think so. Right? Like, if let's say Webb doesn't do that and Kenny comes out first on that I think track. I it would have been a great race. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I think, Tom- I think Tomac had more in the tank. I do. Um, right. I think he was trying hard, but if, if Kenny pushed the issue, I, I think Eli could have picked it up. Well, I need to go see – the start i watched it today again but i didn't notice eli at the start like weege was saying so he was right there yeah he, he was right there he just dove inside when those guys well but weege said he, he didn't have a good start going and so what I, do you mean weege yeah so into the first turn like i feel like he wheelied a little bit and he just was he just was inside inside and i feel yeah, like going into I mean, the first turn he was like six seventh and then into the first sec maybe second turn he's like third and then Right. He emerges in first. Yeah, well, I think he just, you know, he, he did the smart thing, which is what I think Kenny expected Webb to do, was just go to the inside rut. That's what everybody should do mm-hmm. in that scenario. And that's what, I mean, okay, I'm grading on a curve with the U.S. starts. U.S. Yeah. starts are typically crap. So <laughs> okay. anytime you see him first, he goes over the checkered line, the checkered flag line, green flag first, that's a pretty good start. So, um, but if Webb doesn't do that move, Webb and Roxon come out one, two. Yeah. I mean, Tomac's yep. still top three, four, yes. you know, whatever, yep. like right there. Right. I don't think that Kenny was going to run away from Eli. Not right. on that, that track that night. I don't believe so. Okay. Now Kenny could have won, right. but I think Eli could have gone with him. Right. Uh, Mookie fifth. Good job for, for Malcolm. Uh, Mookie wrote great. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. He looked good. He, he looked like he caught Kenny a little bit. I don't know if uh, even before Kenny made that mistake, obviously, but he was right there. Uh, Marvin was up there. Marvin had a bike problem. Is that what we got? Yeah, I just read in this press release here. He said the bike was making noise, and he was afraid it was going to, you know, you know, maybe grenade. So uh, on a jump, perhaps. Yep. So the safe move was I just saw him pull in, talk to Frankie, and, and ride off. Yeah, yeah. Well, Paul Max Fantasy thanks us, thanks him for that because uh, got Benny Uh-oh. Bloss into extra double points, um, which we just we know is is really important. I'm sure to Marvin is. Yeah. Uh, Barsha six never really noticed Barsha on the broadcast. No, I didn't even notice him watching live. Right. Anderson. Yeah, they just night. they just pulled away from him. I feel like in the heat and the main it was similar. He was just a hair off. Right. He was fine. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. He just wasn't. Yep. He wasn't there. You know, he yeah. just kind of like decent results, decent points, whatever. But whether he was on TV or not, it was the same result for me. I don't remember seeing him at all. Anderson kind of stayed where he started too. Same thing. Uh, yeah. Same as Barsha. Yep. Never, I never paid attention to Anderson or Barsha in the main event. Not one time. What so, I noticed was um, at one point Marv made a mistake, and he actually ended up either behind both of them or back there with them. And I'm like, huh, what happened there? And then it took about three laps for Marv to just yard them, which, right. you know, at other races recently, right, Anderson's been yeah. as good as Marv or Marsha. You know, you can yep. throw a blanket over him. But he was yeah. – Marv was so much better than them. Uh, Sexton's practice leap. You guys see that on his on his Instagram? Yep. That was great. Stu would have been Stu-esque. proud. Yeah, Stu-esque. Mm-hmm. 
So he was going to go on to the table, right? That's what he was trying? Or did he I over? Think so. I think he just OJ'd the you double. You think he just OJ'd the double? Okay. Yeah. I was trying oh, yeah. to figure out what he was trying to do. It's he, big. Like, if TV he go, doesn't do that justice. It was big. If he goes on to the table and bounces off, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, he would have been like, he OJ'd the double a little bit. Like, he wasn't even close to making the table. Like, his, because he was, he was really kind of on the brakes to do the double. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he was he was just trying to get the double right, and then he breaks teeth off yeah. trying to do that. And he's like, yeah, maybe we won't do that. <laughs> right. Uh, he went backwards in the main, probably to be expected, huh, Weege? Well, uh, yeah, first race back, A, but B, I mean, the effects of that. What did he say? He had a, uh, I think he had chipped teeth and, and a um, black eye or something They like said that? on a broadcast his teeth marks were in the handlebar? Yeah. God. I mean, dude, that was a big jump in facing the table. Right. I, he – all right, I'm going to give Stu credit. He's a great coach. He has somehow managed to, in just, what, 10 months, completely infuse himself within Sexton. Does, Transfer power? Just, yeah. It, I mean, he's remolded him. Like This speed, this daring do, I don't remember ever saying this about Sexton. I don't either. I remember him being like this workhorse. Uh, he'll wear you out with fitness. He'll He's steady, not a good starter, not flashy. Like, that's what I – Thought Chase Sexton for a long time. So yeah. I, I now have, it's just uh, raw, nasty and now it's just raw, nasty speed. <laughs> yep. I have a correlation for you, Weege. I know you're big on uh, Star Wars. Oh, so yes. this is basically uh, Palpatine with Anakin. This is exactly how it went. He is he's infusing his power into him and teaching him the ways. So I know I know that resonates with you, Weege. But this is exactly what's happening. Does is that a shampoo brand? <laughs> does. <laughs> Does Peak Stew just do that, that double? Oh, yeah. Like oh, no, all yeah. day? Like no worries? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Does Peak I mean, Stew you watch, go over the table? I think he would have gone onto it. Dude, that would have been does awesome. He go, does he go from the wall and land on top of the bridge and jump off? <laughs> and <skip the> <laughs> um, Bogle is uh, Bogle's ninth. Bogle's going to be on the Pulp Mech Show tomorrow night um, or tonight if you're listening to this on Monday uh, because I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, uh, he's been really making some changes to his program lately. The last two weeks, two races have been very good. Good for Justin Bogle. Like, that's awesome. He's been good. Yeah, he's been way better lately. And, yeah. I, and I know uh, he's been practicing. You know, he's, he's made the move down to Florida. And uh, I think just the change of scenery and – practice partners and all that is working. I, I don't know that there's anything better or worse, right? I think sometimes just a change of scenery makes a big difference, and that seems to be working for him. Uh, Dean 10th. Dean had to go on another LCQ. Is that three in a row? Two Orlandos? He, he ate shit on yes. the last straightaway. Yeah. Like, 30 yards to go, he crashes. Right. Like, what are you doing? Is that three in a row, though, I think? I believe it is. Both Orlandos. <laughs> or, or three yeah. out of four Sounds or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Ferrandis, Weege? Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened in the main. I have no <laughs> he idea. He is hauling ass, though. Like, and, and I, you know, I did my podcast today, and what I, I kind of relate it to Marvin and Zacho like a month ago. If the riding is really good, which it is for Ferrandis, the results are bound to come around, right? Like Zacho ended up on the podium, Marvin gets on the podium. I think it's coming for Ferrandis. You can't continue to ride this well and go this fast and it just never work out so i i think it's coming it's just uh, a matter of time he was 11th then he dropped down to 15th uh with a crash and then 15th back up to 11th uh yep. savachi quiet night for joey mm-hmm. he was chasing dino the whole race like the entire right. race uh freeze anstey 
Anyone? Well, Frieza, did he knock the wind out of himself? Uh, when? Tickle. Frieza crashed in the main. Tickle no, did. Oh, that was, that tickle. was tickle. Sorry, that's right. Yeah, that was tickle. tickle looked like it was nasty. Yeah, he, it was pretty ugly. Yeah, he's fine, he said. Um, Oldenburg, 15th. Um, yeah. Uri- I like Yurif. Yurif's a good dude, but I saw a social media caption where he said Oldenburg came off the couch. My definition of coming off the couch is not race a entire seven round <laughs> uh, East Coast series and then you know jump in. Well, the next week. says you can muck off. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I would have liked Oldenburg to do that last week in Orlando too. When Bet some of us would've. when some of us picked him in Pulp Next Fantasy. Well, he had the uh, JB10 bike, so you know, just right. imagine the boost that would provide. I got a text uh, beginning of the main event. Marty crashed. That's all it said. <laughs> Oh, so, good yeah, I God! I did see that. I, uh, just, I did see him picking the motorcycle up. Yep. Is this a perfect season? But oh no, he had the clutch problem. No, yeah, yeah, no. One no, race. Yeah. So far, he's he's um he's like McGrath in '96. He's he's 15 and one. <laughs> um, Chiz, I thought I I was tweeting for Racer X last night, and I thought Chiz was out. I thought it was going to over. I thought it was over. He made a huge mistake in the LCQ. Right off the start, I've, I the camera didn't go back, but he made a huge mistake, and I figured he, he looked like he got ass-packed by the guy behind him, and maybe he stalled it, and I was like, it's over. He won't chiz. He won't chiz. But no. Oh, no. You can't stop him. Oh, he, ye of little faith. Oh, chiz. Just riding up again. Big mistake. He's coming but, off a pro circuit open win on Thursday night. Yep. Yeah, Dade City. Yep. <laughs> If you have, City. if you if you're paying, we just saying, and if you got cash, Chase is racing. Yep. yep. <laughs> is he? Give me the um, the lay of the floor to land there. Is he is he a Dade City assassin, or is that not actually one of his? Oh tracks? yeah. No. Oh, no, he is. Okay. I mean, he he grew up like 30 minutes from there. Yep. Oh, okay. Be good yeah, to during see. The, oh, during go. the LCQ, uh, one Daniel Blair was ex- looked extremely nervous. I got to you know. Within social distance standards, got yeah. to hang out with Blair and Will Christian all night because we're essentially doing the same type of job. And he looked very worried of, the, is this going to be oh, the no. night where Chiz doesn't Chiz? But I was, I never worried. He, never. So on TV, if you watch it, it, you know, the announcers say like, oh, he stalls it. Or Lee says something about he's stalling it. Or, or he goes down like Lee makes it out worse than what it is. And that's kind of why I was tweeting that. But, um, you know, yeah, Ch- Blair actually, if you check our group, one of our group texts, we each one of the 14 that we're in. Yeah, Blair says it's over or something. It's not going to chiz. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. No. I think he was only sixth or seventh. That's as bad as it was, right. wasn't it? I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I wasn't there. Um, yeah, I, 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 he had to make up three or four spots. That always looks crazy on the first lap in LCQ, but he knows how to pass four guys in four laps. Speaking of Dade City, JT, I, I've been doing some some old reading of cycle newses, which you know just sex me down for hours. And it's mm-hmm. if you go to Dade City, and which Timmy Ferry's property is, you know, pretty much kitty corner to it. Um, you go to Dade City. I wrote it once. You're like, eh, it's kind of like Paris, you know, without the jumps. It's nothing special, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, just, it's just a local, right. you know, cult legend but, right. type track. But I'm reading an old cycle news. They have a Florida winter am there. Like mm-hmm. Keys Vandervin, Bob Hanna, Damon, they're all there. Everyone's well, there. Florida winter so am at Dade City. Know, like, I can't even picture that. Have you ever ridden the back sand track part? No, I don't think so. So when they have a race like that like a gold cup a winter am any type of big race they basically over double the size of the track oh because there's a massive sand 
section behind the Dade City that you know. So the, that clay section yeah. opens up into this huge sand section that's insanely rough, almost like a uh, like okay. beach. Well, style. that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I'm just like, so go, what the hell? Yeah, you go from like a 40-second track to like two minutes. Okay. All right. Makes more sense. Now yeah. I know. I was just picturing these guys <laughs> from like these yeah, the yeah, world's yeah. greatest right. racers, and they're doing well, a minute. Yeah. yeah. And there's no lights back there, right? So it's only daytime right. that they would run that. Okay, um, so Chiz Chiz is 17th in the main. Just why do we even why do we even bother? Uh, I want to thank Benny Bloss for um, not for crashing and being dead last in the main, but for coming up and getting me double points in Pulp Max Fantasy. Hartraff uh, makes it. Hartraff makes his return to the main event, which he should have been all the time. So good job for Hartraff. Yeah, but it was still even in qualifying. I feel like right. like he, he he rallied at the end, but I'm like, there's I just feel like there's dudes that shouldn't be beating him or faster than him that are going faster than him at times. I don't, I'm still a little confused. How about Cade Clayson? Good job. His, yeah. his starts are really helping his life out, and that's part of the race. Good for him. But, man, his starts are stellar. Really good. Yeah. Oh, good Good job for Cade. That's three mains now. Yep. And, and yep. he he was so far back from making them for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's definitely – he's maybe – I don't know if the most improved is the um, – Category for Cade, like there's probably some other guys, but but Cade's in that mix. Very, very yeah, and, and really, what's how he's riding better, no doubt about it. But he's putting himself at the front every single time, and if you do that over and over and over, good things are going to happen eventually. Yeah, just don't shit on him anymore, JT. No, I'm I'm trying to I give know, him a lot of credit. Like he's okay. getting it done. Well, listen, McElrath didn't make it, so he did not. Yeah, you look at that. Something was up there. He was actually going backwards in the LCQ. So. Every time he was problem. trying to make, he was trying to no, he was trying to make these passes. He was going outside in the sand. He was going all over the place because he, I think, he was just full panic, freaking out, and it was not working. I um, mean, not working. So Starling doesn't make it. Macquarie doesn't make it. The Bear doesn't make it. A Ray, Fast Freddy, and Cade does. So, yep. Is this is this the first race for Henry Miller? I feel like I didn't see him. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. It was, yeah. All, right. all right. How about Morant's pulling the start too? Yep. Looking yeah. looking very loose. Yeah, out there, he's a really good starter as well. Yep, yes. Uh, so tickle DNFs, but I I texted with him today. He says he's fine. Just hit his. I thought he was seriously hurt. That's yeah, good to hear. yeah. He uh, he says he's fine. Just beat up. So, um, all right. Anything else? Four fifty class. Two points. Yeah, it's tight. Two like points. It. Wow. I still got. I still like Kenny. Still going Roxon. I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna go Webb. Yeah, you gotta stick with Webb. Yeah, and we just stick with Anderson. Stick with Anderson. Okay. Yep. All right. Could it could it come down to Kenny suffering in the altitude again? That would just be miserable. I don't know. I mean, he also won one of the races there. So I know. I don't know I, if you I, can just. Snap I don't that. know. I don't know either. I'm just posing the question. I'm wondering if AP's for real. Like, I, I'm going to say it? it's not just AP. I'm wondering if all three of these Yamaha guys, because I feel like they all took steps forward. Right. Right. Is this like the Raiders? Are the Raiders for real? Is this like the same question? No, they're not for real. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, did, are people saying that? Or is that is that a no, question? No, like last oh. year, the year before, no, we no, were on they, a hot no. streak. Like, they, that no. was the every day on, on television, sports radio. Are the Raiders for real? No, Everywhere. no. And I, I was always saying on our group text, they're not. They're not for real. They're, 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 they're pulling <laughs> winds out of their ass or whatever. So. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, the 2021 line uh, is, uh, is much improved. The new light pant. Mitch Oldenburg out there repping. The Zone Pro goggle, the other yes, rider, sir. not able to, 
not able to line up, not tough enough. So, so well, Oldenburg right now is running the zone pro. Look, everyone remembers Eli Tomac has won five Daytonas, right? Yep. He is tied with the greatest of all time. Not many people can say that. Here we go. Why didn't he win six? What happened? (laughs) Well, uh, the checkered flag flew before Eli Tomac could pass the rider. (laughs) That's not how it works, dude. The race was not. The race was not over. Uh, the race was oh, well, listen, not like you know. flyracing.com. If you want the goggle that the number one rider at Mock Off Honda wears, Mitchell Oldenburg. What? Well, he's, he's racing. The other guy's not racing, Wage. We already got Daytona. <laughs> okay. All right. I uh, also want to thank the folks at motorsport.com, of course, and as well as Coba Links. Uh, of course, Maxis and Renthal on board with uh, the podcast as well. Uh, great company. I want to see if Renthal can uh, maybe get those bars with Sexton's teeth marks. Maybe uh, maybe <laughs> we can have them for the studio. Can we have them for the studio? That'd be oh, great. Production. Uh, put them fat, in production. Fat 23. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so thanks, uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. And uh, also Arma, uh, use the Blitz to hydrate yourself. Use the Fire to give yourself some stimulant. Uh, when you're out on your ride, mix them together. It's fantastic. Uh, you can use the fire for a, like a little afternoon pick-me-up instead of um, a coffee. And there's so much going on with the folks at Arma. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Arma. And uh, Blitz up with those guys. Uh, Nick Way, the, the gentleman who we're about to speak of in the 250 class, uh, Adam Cincerillo, all use um, Arma. So And also, Weege? Onyx Maps. You can find plenty of places. I can't even imagine. If you lived in Florida or you were hanging out here for a week like I am, I can never imagine how many trails you can find. But all this land that they have out here is unreal. I was at the GNCC today. You just, you just ride forever. So go to onxmaps.com or Onyx Off-Road in the App Store and uh, find out more about it. Who won the GNCC today? It was Ben Kelly, who's kind of like KTM's Who next guy. Who the hell is that? Yeah, so KTM was working on these young guys, preparing for the day that Caleb Russell would finally be done. Yeah. And uh, this guy seems to be uh, coming out of the oven – Baked and ready at just the right time. He's he he. What KTM does in GCC is what KTM does in MX2 over in over in GP. Yep. Just they plug them in. It's true. Just plug them in. Yep. It, it, it's true. It's like you get an automatic right tw- 10, 20% bump if you're on that team. Right. So which is weird because they're only competing essentially against other the Husqvarna and now Gascas teams. So there shouldn't even be a huge advantage, but it keeps working. How did X Brown goggles Josh Strang do? Uh, he ended up on the podium, so he's good. It's going to be literally strength, consistency yeah, against yeah. The, right. the the complete craziness of and, everyone else. And did Baylor ride? Stu? Yeah, he did, and he was up there most of the race, but he actually ended up finishing eighth. So, oh, yeah, he um. So Stu Baylor uh, missed a GNCC opener because he won an enduro, but also got hit <laughs> with his handlebars and cut his body open. Did yes, you guys see this picture? I, I saw the the video. Yeah, they couldn't even Instagram blurs it because it was so gross. So he misses the opener, and then apparently he cut himself fishing before this race. Um, like fishing cut his hand. himself? He was fishing and apparently had a fishing incident. So that's huh. two races and two massive lacerations that have hurt his championship chances. Okay. All right. Um, yep. And then, Weege, you're there for the uh, amateur race and the vintage and everything? Yeah, I don't know about vintage. Um, I'll definitely be announcing all day tomorrow, but I got my family with me. So uh, I'm just going to try to not show up on Tuesday and not answer my phone, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. JT, you're yeah. not you're not there. You're, yeah, you feel no. yeah, yeah. I am uh, I am a home on my couch. Right. Uh, okay, Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, 250s. Well, ram it. He got it done. Just like March Banks last year, same team. 
Gets his first win. Yeah, Wackers. Uh, he has been very unwackers like this year so far through two races. He's we just called him Wackers. We each called him Wackers on the live. No, you didn't. We did. On the, on the microphone. Absolutely did. I loved it. <laughs> and some Ramit. And some Ramit, too. Yeah, no, got I got some a, Ramit in there. I got a DM from somebody that said, we just dropping a lot of Ramits. Yeah, so. I was cheering when you. I was cheering in the uh, warmth of the box when you, when you said Wackers. I was very excited. Are you inside? Oh, yeah. It was not enjoyable being outside. <laughs> I could see that. It was not. So if, if I would have went, could I have a, had a spot inside somewhere? Yeah, I would have got you in. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Cause my... uh, I don't know. Steve doesn't seem to take the fly box. Well, well, it's one of those things where you just keep inviting him until you, he finally caves. It's like his theory where they, fly, they all come around. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just want to watch the race, JT. Though I don't want to like talk and ha- talk to people, you know. So that's my that's my issue with the fly well, box. I mean, so well, you would have had to talk to me, so it's probably a no go for you. Right. Um, Meanwhile, in uh, in uh, Houston three, um, he's just broing down with Phil and, and Thomas Victor of Infab the entire time. I don't even know if he's watching. That is not just true. That is, not, that is not true. Just I was Phil broing down. Phil, okay. how did you grow up? Okay. Parents, yeah, right? yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. Everything. Yeah, right, exactly. Phil Phil texted me this morning. He 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 really thinks Webb was fine with that whole move. But by the way, shocking. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was fine too. No, I know, I know. Um, but I'm just saying, like, Phil was, you know, according to Phil, he doesn't even know why Kenny rode over there. So, I understand that part, <laughs> but I think I think Davo, Davo's off his rocker with his take. <laughs> Watching the tape. Find him. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, hey, McAdoo, uh, great job, Weech. That was awesome. Uh, good to see Ramit do it. He's the points leader as well. Yeah, who knows uh, where it goes from here. I mean, with how crazy both 250 championships have been, I, I don't know. I mean, right. you can't say there's no way that Cameron McAdoo doesn't win the title. Like, it's definitely not impossible. No, no. He's no, the which, points leader. Uh, yeah, yeah. And just the way this is going, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't think five years ago, three years ago, anyone was saying, like, McAdoo might be a 250 Supercross champ within a year or two. Look, there was no, but, way, there's no way I thought he was when I was whipping out $400 in Geneva to get, yes. get him an upgrade because the kid was, you know, <laughs> struggling. So. And didn't he, um, the year that he only had the Supercross only deal with Geico, didn't he become Christian Craig's bus driver for three races? Oh, yeah, that's right, right. And then... <laughs> Yeah, he was on. Remember, he was on Club too. He was going to ride for Club MX at Geneva. He was on a Club Yamaha. That's right. And then they he got the the Geico ride. Yeah. And then the uh, Troy Lee ride. Yeah. No, he looks and great. Here's imp- yeah. And yes, here's what I'm impressed. Wackers Ramit didn't really Wackers Ramit. He just rode solid no, the whole time. But hey, Orlando uh, too. There was no Ramit. There was no Wackers. This there was none of this that we've been so entertained by. None of this. Mm. You know. That's true. So. It's good for his points, but shitty for our entertainment value, JT. He's still pretty loose. If you watch him closely in time qualifying and stuff, he he's still whackers. But when it counts so yeah. far, he's been spot on. Um oh, I just checked. There's another red flag for the LCQ. Just I just checked right now. There's just another, just another one. one. Yeah, yeah, just another one right on now. On Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Weege, the LCQ red flags. What were you were you just tap dancing? What the hell were you talking about? What do you mean? The 250 LCQ. What are you tap dancing about? What? All the red flags. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, well, like just uh, you're just like, oh, okay, here we go again, everybody. <laughs> Kevin Kelly was joking, like, are they going to top off with gas? Like, are they going to have enough gas <laughs> to make it 
um, right. to the end of this LCQ. The lucky thing is they actually bring in the DJ that is the Tampa Bay Rays DJ to help provide entertainment during oh, this race. Yep. So just another red flag. Let's throw it to the DJ for seven minutes. <laughs> um, and and by the way, did you have Master Pool JT in Pulp Mix Fantasy or we? No. Did you have no? Because I was very very angry at the fact that he got like seventeen tries at it. Yeah, try to live through that if you got a heart condition and you have Ty Master Pool in Pulp Mix Fantasy. We got you got lucky. The only time that he actually like was gonna make it was the time they counted it. No, the the he was third, I think, or fourth, the first one. Um. Anyways, uh, good job for McAdoo. Uh, Justin Cooper starts. Just where were they? Terrible. Wow. Terrible. Heat and Maine. Yep. Both heats. He yeah. Got two shots at it in the heat. Right. Yep. And then I uh, watched him. I watched both both starts in the heat were terrible. I wasn't really paying attention to him so much. And then the main event, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch only him and see what the hell's going on here. It was horrific out of the gate and over the like the first five feet. He was awful. I don't know what was going on. If they had, you know, maybe gearing wise or something, but it was it was really bad. So we'll see. I'll be very curious to see the changes they make, just specifically on the starts for Arlington. Well, Orlando too. There was a red flag. He pulls both starts. You know, no problem. So I'm just wondering. You know know how Daytona, like you, a lot of guys fiddle around with gearing and stuff. I'm just wondering if he changed something there that didn't let you know just didn't get the same jump off the gate. Right or tire. You know, I don't remember if he had a sand tire on or a regular tire, but. um, God, he wasn't. That was a rough, rough race for Cooper. Good job to get up to fourth, though, for him. So, yeah, and actually, um, I, I March Banks was with him and, and battling with him for most of it. And I'm like, this could be pretty critical. I mean, maybe these two guys are going out for the title. But late in the race, he really stepped up and mm-hmm. got away from March Banks and made some passes. So, solid run, even though he didn't get a podium. I can't really trust Seth Rarick for an, a proper evaluation of his guys because he's just high on all of them, right? Um, but I did have lunch, dinner with Seth Rowe in Orlando before the opener of Orlando 2. And, dude, he was really stoked on Styles Robertson, like very much stoked. And I'm like, okay, whatever, Seth Rowe. Like, you know, you're you're pretty much stoked on everybody. So I can't can't really trust you. But, yeah, man, he didn't get a chance to show it in Orlando 2. We all saw what happened there. But uh, eight laps led. Good job for Styles Robertson, Weech. Yeah, and I even feel I wasn't at Orlando too, but uh, the little bit that I did see of him in practice and the heat, you know, in the main, it was obviously a disaster. Uh, but when I did see him ride, he didn't look like it's like there's some rookies you can just tell they have it, and some rookies they don't. When it comes to super, right. it's going to be a work in progress, or now nah, they're fine. We'll get to some and that I don't. Feel, We're going to get to some that don't in a second here. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 we've seen it. You know, when the guys like this dude is not really ready for this level, but I never felt that way watching Robertson in Orlando. So I feel like. He probably would have had a decent result even there if that wasn't a disaster yeah. with Jamar. Yeah, he start. was. So he there's was something here. I think he was the second fastest guy after Hamaker in Orlando too. Every time he went on the track, so he was good. Yeah, um, yeah, and he didn't look sketchy. Right. So uh, this is something. I don't think it's just uh, Daytona right. or just whole shot. I think he's good. Yep, JT, you think he's good? Yeah, oh, it was impressive. I mean, if you look at last summer, not good, right? Like nothing to write home about. Not really that impressive. So I think it was. Steve really said they should hand the Horizon Award. They should take it away. Yeah, take it away. It to right? Yeah, Speedy Gonzalez. Away. Who? Yeah. yeah. Who? Yeah. Who was supposed to get it? Speedy. Yeah. Speedy. Yep. That was a hot so, take. That was a hot take. I think it. I think this was really important for him in his, you know, his career so so early. But we've seen how this can go. If you you have all this hype, you have the ride, you have the equipment. If you don't perform, people write you off really quickly, and and I think unfairly most of the time. 
But for him to come out and just solidify himself with that ride, it goes so far for people being like, okay, we're good here. Like we'll continue to invest in this kid and there's a future here. Right. And and that's Mm -hmm. just regardless of how the rest of the season goes, showing something like that goes a long way in making sure that you're going to be around for a while. Pierce Brown. Welcome back. Third. Yep. Same. I, I think it's exactly the same story. Right. For Styles, because Pierce's Brown summer was god awful. I mean, terrible. And yeah, now we're right back to the hype yep. we were at at Salt Lake. Yep. You know, like, hey. oh, Pierce Brown, that kid's awesome. You know, and summer was like, dear, oh my God, what is he doing? Right. Right. Um, man, Fry and Thrasher. I, Weege, do they, what's going on? You know, that was a really hot take on your end last week. I'm like, dude, it's one race, but uh, are you, I hate to say it, I think you're in my head. Because <laughs> as I saw them not doing anything, and I'm like, Steve, no, this is exactly what Steve was talking about. Like, they just weren't doing anything. There was I nothing don't, I don't impressive. get it, though. As I said on the pod, they were – Fry was really good outdoors. We know these bikes are good. I don't get it. It's weird. Yeah, like we know people who we respect. For example, like like isn't isn't our buddy Paul Parabinos? I don't know if he still is, but he was always huge on the Jarrett Fry train. I'm assuming he still is. Um, yeah, like people we know have told us these guys are good. Yeah, like it's not like what they're overrated or something. Like I don't get it. This is unbelievable. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, can't you know, can't write them off yet. But so no. odd on that bike on that team to to do what they're doing through two races. Um. March Banks fifth, the, the the returning winner. Not bad, right? Not bad. Yeah, he's yeah. he was way back in uh, both the heat and the main. Right. So you know, for where he started, he he rode good. Hunter won the heat race. Good job for Hunter Lawrence. Sixth is about like I have him three to six every week, three to seven, right? To me. Well, I'm a little bummed because he, okay. he won the heat, and I think you could really see some pep in his step with that. Like that was a huge relief, and like oh, finally something in Supercross go my way, and he was up front in the main and then he tipped over in the sand and I don't feel like he was quite the same after that. Like I, I really would have been curious. Wasn't he third? I think, I think he was. Yeah. I really would have been curious cause you know, the dude's probably in shape and he's going to be a grinder. I was really curious to, you know, if he could get one good result, if he could have got a podium, what that boost would have been like for him and damn it, he tipped over. So, Oh, well, I think that could have really helped. Troll train. The, the, uh, who you, thought you got No, you got to you got to fill us in on Troll Train. You are yes. the, the expert. Uh, Hunter Lawrence was fourth, only never made it to third. But um, oh, okay, yeah, no, we our heads fine. Um, you know, we were out cold, but it's really the leg that is the issue for us right now, and the leg is directly from Ramit running us over. No way. Yeah, yeah, our leg is is an issue, and it's from Ramit. So, you know, we kind of thought we got away from creating any sort of damage with that when he was lifeless, lifeless little troll body rolled around there. But, um, yeah, so our leg isn't great right now. But we ran second for a while. Did anybody think we were winning? Yes, I did. I did, too. I did. I did, too. Yeah. When I looked at where Cooper was, I looked around, and I'm like, I don't see anybody that's better than Amar anywhere near him. Yep, yep. And then, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. Right. <laughs> seventh. He could have won a supercross. Did he get seventh? I thought he got eighth. Seventh. He got okay. uh he got um somebody on the last lap. Oh he got okay. um whatchamacallit? Um uh shock. 
Shock went backwards. Got it. So, yeah. um, and let's start with Shock. Good, unbelievable. Good. Cody Shock was third for a long time, uh, and what, I, what, I, who I, the hell were we watching last year in Supercross? Do you remember him at Salt Lake? Oh, oh the whoops. The whoops. He was just yard he sailing, just yard sailing he everywhere. Bike into the stadium wall yeah. once a day. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. And then I, I did a podcast with him, a privateer podcast, and he was like, yeah, I've never really raced Supercross. I never rode Supercross. I was an outdoor guy. And I'm like, yeah, it shows. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and then, and then, dude, the guy, like, through two rounds, he's the surprise of the series, right? I would say Wackers, but yeah. No, stop sure. it. No. What do you mean? Wackers, Wackers is leading the series. We knew Wackers would be good. Really? You yes. He's going to be leading the championship? Sure. Oh, my God. Okay. Cody Shock's got a nine, two nines. And I a, know. I, I don't want to say that Shock's not doing excellent, but Wackers has uh, gone 2 1 and has a championship lead. Listen. Like, I, I don't know how much more you can ask than that. Shock is the shock of the series. Nice. Thank you. Thank nice. you, Leach. Um, Dude, I guess it fell yeah. apart with him at the end. I can't believe he, he did. Eighth. Yeah, he got he yeah. fell apart. He, I guess I talked to Michael Lindsay. He he just got tired. He, that's it. You know. Yeah. But uh, Dude, I was he ye- rode awesome. I was yelling at the TV. I felt like everybody else. I felt like Kellen or any of these other nut job guys that let the TV get to him so hard. I mean, there's just there's nothing from Lee and Ricky. There's nothing. And I'm like Cody Shock is first. <laughs> they were in shock too. I'm like, you gotta throw something out there for Cody I really Shock. Thought, I really thought when Cody Shock passed Amart that that was gonna be like the trigger, right? Like, right. And, and I've been in that spot where you're like, okay, things aren't going well, and then somebody passes you, and you're like, hold on, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I, I'm okay with not going well, but now I just got passed by like, somebody that shouldn't be passing. Like me. you, well, like when you were putting heat on Timmy in Seattle. Yeah, something like that. Right. Right. Flip the script, but yes. And you, then it's like, okay, I got to go here. Like, enough screwing around. Now you're right. pissing me off. Right. And it, yeah, I mean, clearly that didn't happen, but that was, right. I thought that was always, but shock. I mean, passing in the third, like, holy Yeah, God. dude. Good good job for Cody Shock. Um, all right. Uh, Troll Train seventh. We'll, we'll take that. We'll build on it. Uh, Jordan Smith, 10th. Didn't really notice Jordan at all. He got hurt in the, uh, the, is it heat, heat race or, or practice? Heat. Practice? No, practice. Practice. He crashed in practice. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah he, uh, it was like the first lap. You know, everybody's in a big bunch going on on that first – toward that first Supercross triple. Like the, you could one, two, or, or triple out of the third turn. So just a bunch of dudes, like five or six guys all together, and all of a sudden he was just down. And I think – I'm assuming that he got hit in the back with a foot peg because he was yeah. just holding his back. God, he, um, he is taking Didn't ride the rest of that beatings. session. Yeah. Like, yeah. He Tenth was pretty good considering I was afraid he wasn't going to race again. Right. Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, by the way. Renthal, Maxis, Motorsport.com, Cobra Links, all on board. Arma, as well as the Onyx Maps guys. So please uh, support them if you can. Um, Hammerker Fell. Subscribe to the magazine, too. Subscribe oh, to the magazine. Yeah, subscribe to the magazine. I just wrote a big story about Suzuki, and you'll never read it anywhere except in the magazine. Yep. Is um, Suzuki coming back? Is that what you wrote about? It wasn't good, Weege. Oh, no. I did talk to somebody, though, in that story that thinks they'll be mm-hmm. back. This person okay. had a lot of experience with Suzuki, and they said they're coming okay. back. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, exclusive in the mag. Right. I just wrote a story about the Moto Car Fight Club. Steve, I know you were oh, all in on that. I was I was on the edge of my seat all weekend. All in on that. Well, it was during a weekday, which shows you just oh, how okay. much you were paying attention. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, I'm writing a story I don't even remember about something else. I literally don't even remember what it is. I forgot. I got, <laughs> I got two weeks to get it done, though. 
Oh, I think Club MX. I think the Club MX team. Okay. I don't know. I'm in Daytona. A lot going on. Right. Uh, Hammaker <laughs> fell early on uh, and then worked his way up into there. Fry, we talked about. Hardy Munoz is loose out there. He sc- wow. He scrubs every triple like it's a, like it's a photo shoot. Yes. Every triple. Yes. Just it's a photo yes. shoot. <laughs> He's going to drag a peg and it's going to get ugly. But it's already you- getting ugly. He flies into the over-under bridge. But good job. 13th is good. So, hey, right on. Mm-hmm. Jordan Bailey uh, rebounds from Orlando 2, uh, Privateer, on a blue crew to get 14th. Uh, anybody? What happened? He actually to- flipped. He started about 5th, and he flipped on the first lap. Oh, that's ago. right. He was way back. Uh, yeah. 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 He would have been – he might have been good. I don't know where he would have yeah, finished. he would have been top – I mean, easily top 10. Yeah, he was 6th, actually. Yep, he was 6th until that crash. So, um, Wasn't he like your – was he your lead pipe lock, JT? Uh, you were very high on Jordan Bailey coming in, so I felt I was, but I, I think maybe I picked Amart for okay. the Pulp Mix oh. Fantasy podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, JT would not I have picked spent... Amart. No, there's no chance JT picked Amart. No, I think I did. Oh, here we go. No, here we go. It's, it's, nobody. There's a few things that JT hates in this life, and one of them is Alex Martin. Oh my oh, god. god, I'm pretty sure I picked Amart. Um, Do you think Ramit last week, like he sees the red cross flags? He sees Amart down. He's like, Daytona's coming up. Amart, Outdoor Warrior. I might have to go through him. Yeah. How can I ensure it's myself same, that I want It's the same move that Webb made. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You need to go back to the <laughs> if, if you go back and watch Troll's little lifeless body flip around, like, it's horrifying. Oh. It's horrifying. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> zombie blows? What happened? I don't know. He did not zombie. He was ninth. And then I don't think anything happened. Like, or, I mean, maybe something did. Like, maybe, you know, he, you know, gangrene set in and he lost an arm or something. But he just went backwards. So nobody knows. Like, that's unlike zombie to do that. Yeah, right? I, I didn't see it. Right. I, I noticed the results weren't good. But right. That was about it. Subes. He looked great in practice. Did he? So something yeah. had to have happened. Right. Subes. Uh, 16th for Subes. Ty Masterpool, 17th. Much better than his 39th overall qualifying in Orlando, too. So, Ryan Surratt. I feel like he literally got better. This sounds crazy. He got better in each LCQ. All three of the LCQs that they that they, they raced, they raced three of them. You could literally see the improvement each time. So, rapid improvement for Time Master Bowl. Mumphy. What the hell, mm. Mumford? Mumphy was up Mom, to 11th, working up. Everything was good. And then, dude, just next thing I know, Mumphy, I don't think anything happened. I think he just got passed. Mm. I was not happy. Fantasy reasons? Yes. Okay. Um, but, like, if you're Mumford, you're looking at shock. You're like, look, the bike can get a start. The bike can run up front. Like, you know what I mean? It's a privateer team. That's all the stuff that kind of you hear with privateer teams. But if you're Mumford, you're like, oh, shock's the shock of the series. So. Um, Thrasher, 20th. I assume he crashed somewhere along the line. Right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, yep. all right. You guys are full of answers on this. Um, well, I mean, we were watching the race at the front. Sorry, we didn't see everything that happened to everyone. Sipes in the heat did did that affect him for the main? When he yeah, got, I think he, got, he was he was pretty yep. beat up. Yeah, he got hit, yeah. hit in the heat there by Munoz. Munoz, yes, <laughs> Munoz <laughs> is just uh, oh. something else, man. I feel like the entire time he's riding, he under his helmet, he's just screaming, just going crazy. Yeah, where's like, he? He's from where's he from? Chile. Chile. God. Where's Chile? 
Central America, right? Uh, west like of Argentina. Venezuela? <laughs> no, no, Venezuela was very far away. Okay. Where? West of West of Argentina, south of like Peru and Ecuador. Ah, uh, so he's like Marty. He's on the west coast of South America. He's Marty. Marty. Well, that area. He, south of there, yeah. Yeah, but but it's the same genes. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Well, it's just, and, and I made this comment like I, I think it's just like the way they race down there because I've raced down there before. I know a lot of those guys, but I had to race guys like Antonio Balbi and some of these guys. They are loose by nature. They just they they send it like there's a lot of send in their riding style, and I think it's just a cultural thing. I think it's the way they all race. I I, I just have noticed it over the years. Like Rene Reyes, who had passed away, so you know, rest in peace to him. Uh, he was gunned down years ago in a in a drug ordeal that he had nothing to do with, but he was the same way too. Mm-hmm. Um, just man, they were really aggressive, always like crash or win all the time, like just crazy style. And I, I see so that in Munoz now. They look at Marty, and Marty's just Larocco to him in their <laughs> yeah. eyes. Like he's right. just Larocco. It's just like if I could just be steady like Marty. <laughs> just 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 an animal. Uh Jordan Smith just posted twenty stitches in his butt from a foot peg. Yeah. Oh. Uh Ryan Surratt. Okay, moving on. Yep. Uh knacks over the finish line. Okay. Sipes, Mitchell Harrison's bike broke? Or multiple what? times. Okay. Yeah, they couldn't get it started before the main. They barely got it going, and then first lap of the main I see him just uh, idling into the mechanics area. Poor yeah. Nate. So yeah, just yeah. so Zone Pro goggle, just one rider over there really doing anything with the Zone Pro goggles from Fly Racing, one guy. I mean, I heard rave reviews of Brayton's performance on Race Day Live with uh, Daniel Blair. So okay, that's what he does. All right, it's good at everything he gets into. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Should have saw him in a car, Steve. Should have saw him in a car. <laughs> yeah, JT. Uh, on a on a scale of one to uh, no, on a scale of negative ten. To, to 10, JT, how much do you want to hear about the, the Moto Fight car, car Club thing? Um, negative 10 is really not going to cover it for me. Okay. Uh, you need something worse? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Listen, all I know, the only redeeming quality of that thing is that the king, the king, the greatest champion the sport has ever seen, the king came on top. 73 wins. And Weege, by the way. Yeah. Someone ratballed you on the Deegan impersonation. <laughs> oh, God, this is great. This is great. So, yeah, I, I knew I had to get in front of this because I figured, I mean, Deegan has been tagged. <laughs> I mean, you look at the pulp comments on your Instagram and it's just tagging Deegan. Yeah, we'll race him when it's time at Brian Deegan. <laughs> and I'm like, he's going to find out about this out of context. So I sought him out. I'm like, hey, man, have you heard about the impression? And Deegan knew nothing about any of this. Okay. And he, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're getting tagged nonstop. And he's like, ah, man, I don't even know. Wait, sorry. Did I say that right? <laughs> no, yeah, what? I mean, yeah, I, I'm like, Steve show. He's like, you guys did out there? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I was just defending you. I'm just defending you. Like, people are like, why doesn't Danger Boy race Rider D? And yeah. I just know, like, you don't voluntarily move up. He's like, they all do it, man. They all do it. I'm like, you race him when it's time. We race him when it's time. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And you're all. Yes. So, so we're good then. We're good. We're totally good. Yeah. 
day goes by, practice, night show, everything, this whole event, and we're cool. And I'm like, I just didn't want you to hear it out of context Context, and think we're talking shit on you. Right. Just explaining yeah, the Because honestly, process. that's how it works, right? They, they, they totally. Yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, they, they always race right. whatever. You don't voluntarily race dudes that are older than you. Nobody does this. No, but so, I don't I don't even mean what you said. I mean the impersonation would get back to him that you're talking shit on him. That, that's yeah, yeah how, we're just having fun. We're right. just having fun. That's all. Um, so I, I'm thinking we're all good. And then like, <laughs> after the race, a bunch of us are talking, and some fan comes up. He's like, Brian Deegan, man, I'm such a huge fan. And when Steve and Weege and all those guys start like making fun of you and doing your impression and everything on Pulp, it's the best. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. great great <laughs> so, they just start doing an impression and it just makes me laugh and they're just doing your voice it's just awesome man <laughs> and, and and what happened anything you know like in comic books where they just draw like the thought bubble with the question mark yeah like that's the reaction i got from deegan like what what the hell are all these people they, why is everyone keep telling me about this what is this i don't know what to make of this <laughs> just complete confusion yeah oh and I'm wow. like, I told you, man, don't take it out of context. We're not talking about on your back. Like, we're just right. having fun. Yeah. Just having fun. Right. Yep. <laughs> Please. It's great. Don't. Do you want. I do not want the metal militia adding me. No. No, you don't. Definitely not. It'll be, it'll be like your gym guy. Your your your, your workout partner. <laughs> yeah. You got yes. you got your long lost uncle. You got your gym, your gym partner. Now you don't need the militia. Yes. My uncle that I got mad at me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but but yeah, McGrath winning. You, that brought a smile to my, to my face because once again he just shows, he's the best, he's the best. So, how about right. that uh, race wrecks online? I, I we post so much stuff. I hope people didn't miss it. You really worked hard on this McGrath statistical piece. I did, I did. I don't know if did it get good. Rev- did people like it? I don't even know. Um, I got. Uh, you you should go into the comments there. It turns into a the oh. race wrecks comments aren't what they once were because that arguments have moved to social media now. Right. But there is a raging. RC versus MC. <laughs> oh, I'll get in there. I'll get in there. You should see some. You should see what I took out. Like I actually no. took some out because I'm like, okay, like I don't need to get in this with Ricky again. Was MC getting into it, or are you? Is this you rubbing your hands together? I think it was both of us, just really excited for the moment, and I felt like I should take that out. Like, you know what I mean? I just didn't need it. I just didn't need it. I, I stand by You've what I said. You've come so far. You've come so far. I would tell Ricky right now, if he sat across me, I don't like your nickname because of this. I would say it to his face. I I, I, I really believe strongly in that. But I didn't need to go the whole rubbing the hands together. Like, yeah, we weren't RV there, you know, doing rubbing the hands together. So, <laughs> But the argument in the comments is like, yeah, half the people are like, he can't be the greatest of all time. When, when his records are not even close to McGrath and Supercross. And then other people are saying, it's just dirt bike racing, and he won the most dirt bike races, so he's the greatest of all time. And just times that, times Right, yeah, 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 just back and forth. But that, that story was fun, and I'm glad to talk to MC Ford. He was really cool about it, and he knew more than I thought he would, so please check it out on Racerx Online. Yeah, it was... Where did you come up with those damn stats? Like, how many second-place finishes guys yeah. got to him? And Clinton, how many podium? Like, Clinton man. Fowler pulled it for me. Good. Scraping yeah, data. Yeah, check it out. It's- Scraping data, yeah. Check it out, everybody. Go to Bracex Online. Just scroll down now because it was posted, what, last yeah, Wednesday? Whatever it was. And uh, it's McGrath Trivia where and, you asked McGrath Trivia about his own career. And, and to, to be perfectly honest, I ripped the idea straight from the athletic. I ripped the idea off straight from the athletic. So they like went to like Alex Ovechkin, who's, who has a ton of goals, you know, and they just said, hey, who assisted on your goals? Which goaltenders didn't you score on? Which goaltenders did you score on? Et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Like, I, I love the idea. I just ripped it right from that. So don't give me any credit for the idea. Okay, um, it, was, it was cool. No problem. 
And and what did what did uh yeah JT just again he, you know just, there's nothing JT likes more than just shitting on Alex what? Martin and myself. Oh God! And what else? Oh, Matt, oh, and uh, and Cade. He shits on Cade a lot oh, for sure. Oh, uh, Cade's not happy with him, but yeah, whatever. Um, just want to let everybody know, scheduling this podcast, huge battle of you two yeah, jabbing at each other. Of course, yeah, always. He always does it to me. Um, oh, okay, yes. <laughs> what did? What was the stat of Larocco finishing second to Jeremy? I'm trying to remember that for this story. Uh, Larocco was, was it the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. 37 times or so? 37, 27 times? I don't know what it was. Yeah. yeah. LaRocco La just stewing That's on the podium. Brutal. Yeah. That is brutal. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was it was funny. So please check that out. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Anything else? Boys? Are, are, are we your out for Arlington? Yeah, I think so. Steve, you're in for all three? Nope. I'm coming back on Wednesday. I'm in for the first two. Okay. Yep. Pulp show on Wednesday, by the way, JT, on that Wednesday. FYI. Oh, yeah. From Vegas, right? Yes. Yep. From Vegas. Got it. So, yeah. A big weekend for the championship, I think. Big weekend for the championship. So, we may see Coop and Kenny go at it in practice. I'm looking forward to seeing if that happens. Tomac's got to keep it going. So, yeah. This thing's going to be over before we know it. What do you mean? With Oh, the I'm series. I'm saying with how fast these things go. No, nah, bro. We got two weeks off of after. Uh, I know, but I'm saying, oh. like, we're going to be in, a, in you know, what? Two weeks, less right. than two weeks, we're going to only have a few rounds left. Like, yeah. It's just going fast. Like yeah. These things come really right. fast with these three-round weeks. Uh, for Atlanta, I'm going to be there for all three weeks. Do we have an update from uh, Coy on the status of the show? It's, it, it, there was a lot of radio silence from Coy. But uh, yeah. let's, let's do Pulp from my house. We'll get, we got plenty of guests. No, plenty we can't, we can't guests. do it from your house. Why? Because exactly what's going on in the background in this podcast. I'm in a hotel. What do you want me to do? Uh, nothing. I'm just saying it's going to happen in your house, too. Oh my god. So no, we'll we'll be just fine. Audio excellence. All right, everybody. We'll be just fine. Thank you for listening. Uh thanks, JT. Thanks, Weege. Uh we'll talk soon. Thanks, boys. See you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, 
I'm not going to take your money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride and you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go by.